minus 50 seconds. T-minus 40 seconds. T-minus 30 seconds. T-minus 20 seconds. Own it, own it, Kong. I own it. It did. Women's Wrestling Talk. The number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. What's up, y'all? Hey, Courtney, what's up? How you doing? Welcome to the show. Welcome to Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. WWT Live, the Monday edition. We have a lot to talk about. We're going to be talking about WOW ratings, John Moxley. Um, I think there was something else that we might be acknowledging for some Columbus. We'll see how the show goes. Uh, but I'm not alone. We have Professor Bonner in the building as well as Kane McCoy. What to do, fellas? How y'all doing? <laughs> We're good, Kane. <laughs> what are we going to do with this guy, Kane, man? TK's trying to censor me already, clearly, which is a good thing. Actually, I don't blame him. Actually, you know, it's a good thing that we did bring Kane, and we did have a little bit. That's why we were so late. We're actually talking offline. But Kane, I think you have an update for us. Eva review. You had a date this weekend that you want to, you know, keep us abreast of. Did it happen? Did it not happen? What What was going on? There was a date away from the internet and Women's Wrestling Talk Live. Yes, TK. Wow. No, 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 no. Of course. I like your entertainment, everybody. And I must say that uh, the date was interesting. We went outside. She wanted to go outside. She nature buff. I am also a nature buff. See the muscles? Buff. Uh, and I indeed bagged No, great time. We hung out. We um, got hike life tattered across our tummies like tupac duck life but it was hike life we was outside and she watched some wrestling with me so it was very exciting and the perfect time to showcase wrestling to her was her to see the return of bray wyatt <laughs> she watched so, the whole extreme rules with you we caught a little bit like here and there i was kind of like watching it on the wwe network via my phone and whatnot and um it was pretty cool she's like what you watching i was like well i'm kind of nerding out and getting some updates and whatnot so wait uh, wait yeah you, you say you it say tk it. You, you say it. It. no you say it you no, no, I, I, because i'm just trying to figure out you're finally on a date but the thing you're doing while you're on a date is you're on your phone watching the okay 
Now I understand why this is a segment. I got it. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I'm just you. I'm just trying to understand. Like, if you have been waiting for a date, the last thing you do is you're on your phone for anything. Mm, phone goes down. Fair enough. Phone Fair goes enough, down. Yeah. No socials, no pictures. There's nothing to talk about on the phone. My attention is with you, ma'am. But now, so well, of course he's gonna ask, "What do you?" Because if you're watching something that's taking attention away from the person that you have, well, see, but 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 but, but gee, in my defense, in all honesty, uh, when it comes to WWE, I know for sure that it's then, now, and forever. Wow. Okay, it's forever with them. I didn't know. I don't know if it's forever with her yet. I don't know if it's forever with her yet. So well, you're ensuring that it's <laughs> not know, going to be. I mean, yeah, that's how you ensure that it's not going. We're working. I guess that's a good. Yeah, that's that's a good. That's a good. Well, I mean, we watched a little bit of it. You know what I mean? And then she wanted to watch more of it. We watched a little bit, or was she kind enough to just decide, okay, to watch it since that's where your attention was anyway? I mean, I I could I could multitask. You know what I mean? I I can rub my tummy and rub my head, and I can get some reviews in there, and you know. But see, at the end of the day, I got her interested, though. I got her in my. I turned her. The job, wait, the job isn't to turn her into a wrestling fan on the first date. (laughs) You do that in the relationship. She's got to be a fan of you first. Your then now and forever could backfire, where she becomes then now and forever with WWE and not with you. But you know what? Sometimes you much rather see somebody happy, even if, even if it's not with you, right? So, wow. <laughs> even if it's not with the regime, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm boy. I'm I'm looking at the grander scheme. I'm helping her out. I'm helping us out. I'm giving somebody in our world, you know, maybe she messed around with a Jade Cargill baggie, and I'll be like, oh my god, you, you know, uh, and, and a baddie as well. Uh, uh, so wow. so yeah, it was very interesting. So uh, she got to see Bray. I had to explain to her that I'm not a Satanist. I'm not a cultist. When she saw all the Bray Wyatt stuff. Yeah. She was like, what is this non-Christian situation um mm. going on? So that so that was the weekend, you know, and then no. we got some and then we got some dinner and whatnot. We got some grub. Do you guys want to know? Um, after WWE Extreme Rules, and I bought her into my wrestling world, and then we got dinner to talk about extreme rules and talk about wrestling. How did I pay for the dinner? Do you guys want to know how I paid for with the dinner? <laughs> You did you guys I paid for using my WWE superstar credit card, baby. Got points on the card. I got points with her. I got points with the show. I got points with everybody. Did she I don't miss the next Mello. day? Eva review. <laughs> you like an old boy did on She Hulk. What 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 happened mm. the next day? Uh, I am happy to report that, like one of our segments, win, lose, or draw, I am currently winning. Okay. All right. Well, okay. I, I'm sure you'll keep us updated. That is our leave a review with Kate McCoy. <laughs> mm-hmm. life. Um, with that being said, our, our next segment. Bro. What do we have first in the wrestling world? <laughs> well, we're going off the top rope with obviously the biggest news story of the weekend, that being the return of Bray Wyatt. The mystery of the White Rabbit has indeed been solved. And to say that it was a hit is probably an understatement. It was easily the biggest thing of Extreme Rules, which Extreme Rules had some big things, but this thing was monstrous. But in case you felt like it was just you, it was not. According to the socials, there have been over seven 
million different views for this across Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. It's all over the place, uh, which is massive news if you think about it. For WWE, who makes a big... You don't think there's a bigger story than Kane converting his first date. That's actually <laughs> funny. Um, close. It's close. But yeah, it was a, it was a massive review. It masterfully was. done. I will go ahead and put it out there. And I think this is the best campaign slash reveal we've seen in WWE in the modern era. Um, I can't think of anything that has been done this great. Perhaps since, you know, Jericho coming over with the whole, you know, Y2J millennial man thing. You um, read my mind, G. You this read my thing, mind. It was special. It was creative. It was up mm -hmm. to date. I mean, the whole QR codes and then WWE not even acknowledging it on television. Like it was just done so expertly. And then they beefed up their game last week where you'd literally see sightings of Bray Wyatt you know, a Bray Wyatt mask while somebody's talking or a sign. It was just, it was, it was, it was incredible. It was perfect. Mm -hmm. It was incredible. So yeah, shout out to WWE. Rob Fee, uh, who we talked about here on the show, uh, just hired by WWE, was actually there in the building uh, Saturday night to ensure that this thing would go off without a hitch. And uh, it was perfect. And the socials are still screaming about it. Shout out to WWE and the return of Bray Wyatt as the white rabbit it's so, one of those days um, oh go ahead your, yeah no Kane. we are <laughs> so when it came on were you still on the date or like how did that kind of play out y yeah uh we saw the ending of seth and riddle and i was like okay cool it kind of ended a little it was like all right i don't know what to feel about that and mm -hmm. after explaining to her that usually these rings have ropes and there's no real fight pit involved and referees aren't always UFC Hall of Famers. Uh, the, the, it just goes black. And, and I, I kind of had a feeling with the way it was going off and the timing. I was like, something's finna happen here. And, you know, and she's like, what, what, what? So I'm trying to, like, explain to her, but also, like, hey, you know, shut the go, please. Uh, respectfully, first date. Uh, but, like, I got to explain to her this whole white rabbit thing of what's happening. And then the lights go dark. And then Cole hits the, hey, guys, are we still on air? I love that. that was, was that an acknowledgement. Really yeah, that, that was kind was of a really throwback good. to Clash at the Castle where, you know, they kind of had that situation. And then we hear, he's got the hug. Mm. And you don't even hear the rest of it because the crowd is marking out so hard. Mm. Like, yes, mm. this is happening. This mm. is going to happen. And then we get like five minutes of vignettes. And then we see the playhouse is abandoned and there's cobwebs mm -hmm. and whatnot and the distorted music. And I, I thought it was just amazing with them showing the hashtag Wyatt Six, we're now calling them, and the puppets have come alive. And will they be an actual faction with Bray? Like, and who's under mm. the masks? We already got mm. assumptions of who it could be. Could it possibly be Joe Gacy and them and, and, and Grayson Waller and maybe Liv Morgan and or Nikki Ash and or Alexa Bliss, Alexa Bliss. We saw Alexa Bliss's tweet. Well, hello, old friend. <gasps> what? Acknowledgement. Mm -hmm. Continuity. Mm -hmm. We're not just going to retcon anything. You know what I mean? So, and then at the end, the door busts open with that weird, mysterious ray of light, which, of course, was a throwback to the late, great Brody Lee of when he first mm -hmm. debuted as the exalted mm -hmm. one in AEW. And then mm -hmm. we see the man with the Latin walk out. Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, we pop it. We got the new mask mm. on. He takes off the mask, reveals, I'm back. Or whatever mm. he says, because we couldn't even hear him. The crowd is popping so loud, yeah. blows it out, so and that's it. I mean, goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Goosebumps. Mm-hmm. I'm happy my shorty was there because I needed somebody to cuddle afterwards. I was just like, oh, my God. So, wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Now I got to go back. Wait, so, <laughs> y'all watched this first and then went to dinner? That's what you said, right? Yes, I mean a Bray Wyatt return gives you an appetite, G. So, so now I'm confused. Like, did y'all meet at your house? Like, how? How? I, I well, well, cuddling, cuddling happens usually after dinner, not before. So I'm way confused. But unless, wait, is this the cane juice that I know nothing about? I mean, the you, cane juice. You got to purchase juice. it on WWE Shop. Oh, oh, yes, we're gonna sell cane juice on WWTShop.org because. <laughs> Proceeds go to all of my dates, clearly. <laughs> we just use it. That's what we're gonna do. Uh yeah, well, like I well, like I live near the area where we hiked at, and she does too. Mm-hmm. So we kind of like have met up. It was like, hey, you wanna like yeah, yeah, you know? And she was like, Well, you know, what? And then we end up, you know, like watching at the crib and whatnot, and then that was it. <laughs> this, this oh is, boy. I, I don't I don't know what to do with this, but yeah. disgustingly happy, Nikki. I understand. So wait, yes. wait, wait. I want to go back to a, a previous comment. I think it was from Ron, um, who asked, Is there any possibility that the white rabbit isn't Bray, but who his first feud could be with? Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but the mask he came out with was the white rabbit mask. Um, so that's where the whole idea that he is indeed the white rabbit, uh, comes from. So I don't think it'll be anyone he'll be facing, but so many details in all of that, which just, yeah, it was a show. Yeah, it really is. I I do agree that the main event was like, I was like, what, what just happened here? And then it was like, perfect. It was like, they knew, (laughs) like they knew Mm -hmm. the main event wasn't going to be the greatest. And right. they kind of wanted you to be kind of disappointed a little bit for you right. to be excited. Because mm-hmm. imagine if it was a really great main event. Yeah. And now you're super excited. You're like coming off this high. Mm-hmm. Then this happens. Like you can't mm-hmm. handle that. I yeah. always think to um, uh, X-Pac and how he talks about how they formulate the shows. It's like you can't have, you know, these stellar matches every single match. Like it right. just can't. That your human body can't handle it. So mm-hmm. I don't know if they planned it like that. If they but did, it they it. yeah, it, it was it was great. It was it was amazing. Yeah, especially coming after Edge and Finn and that amazing I Quit match. Which, mm-hmm. by the way, Judgment mm-hmm. Day under the guise of Triple H. Woo, buddy! Yes. Yes. <laughs> I yes. mean, man, that has yes. been amazing. So mm-hmm. to see that set up so many potential feuds, obviously we're going to get Ray versus Dominic. We're going to get some type of match where Edge and Beth teams up to take on uh, Finn or maybe somebody else. Uh, what's his face? Uh, 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 Damian Priest and Rhea Ripley. I mean, Rhea Ripley doing a concerto to Beth Phoenix. That's the way that, you know, mm-hmm. Edge says, I quit. Okay, I'm not going to do it then does it anyway yeah great so that was really hyped and then they led to the main event with edge i'm sorry was uh with uh uh, seth Seth and 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 riddle and then that happened so all in all like pretty i I say is yeah like one of the best premium live events we've seen where like Mm -hmm. the title wasn't on the line like uh, the big title probably up there was this past hell in a cell so uh bray wyatt's back does he end up on raw or smackdown or what great question that part um, so JD, you know, J- JD's coming through, man. He might be that silent 
I remember when I used to do Ro, uh, Raw, Bosa was like that silent fact checker. I think JD is mm -hmm. like the silent add-ins. Uh, WWE mm -hmm. costume department did Daniel Cormier dirty. The restaurant was a pretty tight, which is, we could talk about Daniel Cormier and his comments after everything mm -hmm. went down. He wants to take that one. Yeah, uh, I, th I think his comments was, I can't believe they gave me that medium, smug, snug shirt. I think there was was those his comments maybe? Oh uh, no. Okay, cool. No. Uh, I mean, but woo, yeah. I, I I'd also tell Shorty, no, I'm telling you, he's a fighter. He's like a lethal <laughs> weapon machine. Just let's watch old Oklahoma State wrestling videos. Uh Daniel Cormier served as a special referee enforcer for the Seth Rollins Matt Riddle fight pit match. Ken Shamrock was somewhere weeping. Uh, he says that he's open to anything, but he have to get into better shape before potentially facing former UFC champion, WWE champion, and worldwide badass Brock Lesnar. Now, people have been speculating about a match between them for years. If you remember, Cormier called out Lesnar back in 2018, uh, pre-pandemic times. Uh, but the clash never happened. Lesnar, of course, went back to WWE. Cormier retired from UFC. So we never got to see him in the octagon, but we might see them in the squared circle. But he says that he needs to get into shape. He says, quote, with the AP Associated Press, he's been I've been retired for a couple of years and I look like it. Yeah, no. Uh, don't tell him I said that, though. And then he continues, but I have to get in shape if I ever want to do something like that. The door is not closed on anything right now in my life. So... We thought that maybe Daniel Cormier could have been a one-off in WWE, but I felt like this is kind of like the door to lead to something more. Kind of like when Shamrock was that enforcer for Brett and Austin back at WrestleMania 13, and then we end up seeing Shamrock as a wrestler. I don't know if we'll see Cormier full-time in WWE, but I expect for him to uh, be more involved and possibly get a match. He's 43 years old. So, you know, a little bit older than what Ken Shamrock was when he debuted. But, again, once you're a fighter, you're always a fighter. But do we want to see this? I mean, we do have, I mean, a, a, a slight UFC contingent who watches um, WWE. But for the, all the history that you know, that you just said of Daniel Cormier, um, I'm, I'm willing to bet that a lot of people don't know that. Like they, they're just like, oh, a former, you know, UFC fighter is now the ref, but the history and all that stuff involved, like, do we want to see that in WWE? So it's interesting, TK, that you mentioned that because Jimmy Smith went on to the MMA podcast on uh, Sirius XM right before we found out that he was no longer with WWE, which makes me wonder if he actually knew he wasn't with them based on these comments that he made where he mm -hmm. talked about Daniel Cormier. And he said that, you know, when Daniel Cormier came on the screen Monday night for Raw, he expected, and I think others expected to hear this huge pop when he showed up on the screen. But he said there were crickets in the arena. People did not know who he was. People did not care who he was. And so he felt like the WWE may at times overestimate the cross-pollination in terms of audiences between WWE and UFC. I will tell you, I'm much more of a WWE guy than I am a UFC guy. So I really didn't know very much about Cormier, and I'm sorry to say that. But to that end, I'm not sure that I have enough vested interest in Cormier to see him want to fight uh, Brock. Now, hopefully he's nothing like Cain Velasquez, because if it's anything mm -hmm. like that, that's a no. You know, and so in the fans, in the mind of a, a WWE fan, 
We've seen this crossover before, which didn't work well. So there, there has to be something special that would come up that would make us interested in wanting to see that because Brock's already proven he's a killer. You got to be right. a killer if you're going to get in there with Brock. Yeah, I, I think it's a little bit different between like, you know, when Ronda came over, Ronda was. Everybody like Ronda knew Ronda. Rousey. Yeah, everybody knew yeah. Ronda Rousey because of just what she represented, even though she like the, la the latter part of her career wasn't didn't end the way she wanted to. But right. um, with Cormier, like I've, I've watched his fights and stuff like that. Um, but it's just kind of like he didn't. There, there wasn't um, mainstream media crossover even beyond right. WWE. Now, if they, if he does come over, and you know, I'm pretty sure he has great mic skills. Um, it's just all the other elements. Is this going to be a right. one-off, like you're, I think you said, Kane, or is this going to be, you know, leading to a story? Um, I don't see him doing long-term. Mm -hmm. um, like, I, I, I feel like once you've put your body through that much damage, and now you're a commentator making a good check. <laughs> Right. Like, like, right. like, I, 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 I'm about getting in shape for a nice little one-off, but the consistent road grind. Yeah. Because that that WWE schedule that. is far different than that UFC schedule, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. you know, there's there's that, and yeah, you you know, Nikki's right. Uh, Ronda was a household name. You know, still mm -hmm. is a household name. So her showing up. I mean, remember when she showed up at uh, Mania 31? It was just like nobody had to talk about who she was. They all With knew the Rock. With the like, rock, yeah. you know, <laughs> you can't you can't get yeah. like a better a better entrance than that because you know the rock yeah. is for nobody. <laughs> oh, by the way, who was um standing next to Ronda um in the audience in the crowd when that happened? Who was it? Hmm. I believe it was uh, Shayna okay. Baszler. It was Shayna Baszler right there. Go back and watch it in clear sight. You'll see Shayna Baszler yes. right oh, there right in the months. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure going to be used in the future angle between new SmackDown Women's Champion and Shayna Baszler sure hope so when they have their feud. I can't wait to see that. Uh, but back to Daniel Cormier, I think the biggest thing that's going to separate Cormier from Cain Velasquez is the fact that with Cain Velasquez, that <laughs> <Nikki>. was... <laughs> Nikki is on fire. Good Lord. <laughs> Nikki wants to see Holly Holm in WWE apparently fight Ronda <laughs> Rousey again and, and do the same Man. thing. Uh, we're going to see, though, with Cain Velasquez... Cain Velasquez actually defeated Brock Lesnar in UFC. He the one, he's the one that beat him for the UFC Heavyweight Championship. So my biggest gripe with Cain coming to WWE was the fact that we've already seen Cain and Brock like in actuality, and we know what really happened. So if mm -hmm. he's been brought in to defeat Brock, then the cachet won't hit the same because we know that, you know, in actuality, it's going to happen. And plus that... You know, Brock, you know, wouldn't be able to take that L against Kane. It just felt forced. It felt weird. And then Kane got injured, couldn't do the Royal Rumble. He got released in the pandemic. And that was it. But it was kind of like, uh, we'll just wipe our hands with that. Um, mm -hmm. With Daniel Cormier, we've never seen him in Brock Lesnar in UFC. So I think that has a certain mystique to, well, if we couldn't get it there, let's get it here first. You know, like we have that exclusiveness of seeing Cormier and Lesnar and they both have similar backgrounds, both collegiate wrestlers, both badass, both UFC heavyweight champions. They have pretty much the same UFC <coughs> resume. So we're going to see what mm -hmm. happens in the squared circle. So, you know, we're going to see what happens. I know for Cormier, again, he isn't the biggest crossover name. That's one of the things that Jimmy Smith kind of referred to, but it can be up to WWE to really big that up because even though Matt Riddle wasn't necessarily bought in as 
a UFC guy per se. Matt Riddle was big on the UFC circuit. I'm sorry, on the MMA yeah, but he circuit. Started from, and, he started from the bottom, though. He started. But mm-hmm. then Riddle started with the indies and came right. up. So mm-hmm. they kind of used that as the background. But even when they use Matt Riddle at MMA career, I'm like, wait a minute. Was Riddle UFC or, mm-hmm. you know, be, uh, Bellator or whatnot? So mm-hmm. you kind of have to, like, really go back on that. So I think overall, if WWE can sell it and if the fans adapt to Cormier and if Cormier can do some dope mic work, then it, it could possibly hey, I'm not you know, to And wrestling is better than that. So. so, exactly. Yeah. Uh, what do we have next? Oh, okay. And well, my I'll computer go with... just froze. <laughs> well, I'll go with this one. Um, can y'all you know, see kinda... me? Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, no. not now, but go figure. Um, so interesting going back to the Bray Wyatt piece, which I think is interesting. Um, for those who don't know, his brother is uh one of the early long reigning NXT champions, that being Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas mm-hmm. is apparently expected to be back in WWE very soon. That's confirmed by Brian Alvarez. He was released all the way back in April 2021. That first set of well, the Yeah, the first set of 2021 releases, but he had not wrestled since November of 2019. Um, Mm. He really didn't have a great run on the main roster, but in NXT, he was a longstanding NXT champion, um, really kind of ushered in an incredible era. But what's always been interesting is, you know, they've never had Bo Dallas and Bray Wyatt anywhere close to each other uh, during their wrestling careers. So how would Bo Dallas potentially come back? I think that's the question. What would the demand be? I think anytime you're going to have anybody coming back in this version of WWE, you're going to have to create some level of demand. So I'm very interested if indeed Bo Dallas does come back, how this whole thing happens. Um, It's going to be interesting to see. So uh, we'll obviously have to pay attention because as we know in Triple H's WWE, people can show up at any moment at any time. With a storyline. that's the, With a storyline. That's the biggest difference, and that's what I think we all can appreciate. Like, you know, yeah. somebody comes comes, and we're like, okay, they're going to get there, – there's, there's more. You just don't right. show up like, ta-da, and then you don't right. put any work. Like, that doesn't work in real life, and it mm-hmm. definitely doesn't work in wrestling. So um, yeah. let's hope that does happen. Um, Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to say it's about Bo Dallas – we saw Bo Dallas Saturday night at Extreme Rules. We don't know which mask he was under, but he was definitely in the building. And I'm very excited for this. Remember, Bo Dallas is whom? He he's he, he's going on the he's going on the fist. He's going on the arm of Triple H's the Infinity Rings. He was a Triple H guy, and he was booked very well in NXT. Long time NXT champion before he dropped the belt to Adrian Neville to go to the main roster. Went on an undefeated streak, a serious undefeated streak, until losing to whom? Our truth. Because I remember tweeting very upset that he lost like in a squash to R-Truth. And then R-Truth started dancing and did a split like a celebration on NFL (laughs) Blitz or something. I was just like, oh, okay. Then that was the end of Bo Dallas as we know him. But I think Bo Dallas is tremendously talented. He never got a fair shake on the main roster, even though he was successful with whatever he was given, whether it was the B team with Curtis Axel, whether it was the social outcast, whatever he was doing. I think he is tremendously talented. And I'm happy to see him in a good position. I think Triple H is going to position this and do something that makes sense. We all know that Bo Dallas and Bray Wyatt are related. We thought it was going to happen when he was recruiting new members of the Wyatt family to become Bo Wyatt, but instead it ended up mm-hmm. being Randy Orton or Daniel Bryan or whatnot. So I think with this, it makes so much sense 
that it just makes such an easy storyline and something to happen. And I can't wait to see this happen. So definitely hope happy for Bo Dallas, the future Bo Wyatt or the new fiend, whomever he's going to be, he's back in the E. I believe. Lord. Wow. Oh, I want to turn your mic down. Um, I, What I will say oh, is. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say this much. One of the things that probably can support that point is this. We do not have any of the previous existing members of the Wyatt family available for Bray Wyatt. Uh, Randy Orton's obviously out. Um, you know, Eric Redbeard is out of the company. And unfortunately, of course, we know what happened to uh, his other partner who passed away. So that leaves the, the slate wide open for whoever this new because he's not coming alone. That's just I, yeah, I hope so. I hope I he hope is not coming alone. There, there's got to be he is meant to be a leader now of yeah. whom I think we'll start to find out hopefully as soon as tonight and really. Tonight makes sense on a few levels, and I won't jump into Raw, but it makes sense on a few levels. You're going to have the bloodline in the house. You're going to celebrate 25 years of DX. Mm -hmm. Now's the time to make that move if you are Bray Wyatt and whatever this faction could potentially be called. And it's Halloween coming up. And I feel like, um, you know, like they did with like Shotzi, what she did mm -hmm. with um, I think it was a, it was an NXT or Raw. Yeah, I think she NXT it, Halloween but, Havoc. Mm -hmm. Um, like I, I feel like this is the perfect time to de debut him and have like a great storyline. Um, yeah. so you know, um, what do we have next? So let's talk about women of wrestling. Wow, um, they've uh, had their first two episodes, and uh, of course they are now airing on the uh, CBS platform in syndication. And so their first week, they had 281,000 viewers. And uh, their second week, they only dropped by just a few thousand viewers. They had 273,000 viewers. So I'm just going to say this. The way it's being reported, it's being reported that they failed to break 300,000 viewers. From where I sit, I think the report is written horribly. Because let's just be honest. This is a whole new show being brought in this light with more eyes than ever before. 280,000 viewers right now on their first two shows of this season is still more than what Impact is seeing on a regular basis. So I think we got to change these crazy narratives, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to take this story, because I think it's important that people report things properly. Don't act now. I don't know that it was being perceived that they were supposed to get 500,000 or a million views. I don't think anybody had that thought because mm -hmm. it's not airing the same way that most wrestling shows are airing. There's not one specific time for all of us to tune in. We're talking about it showing at varying times across the country in varying markets. So the fact that they got 270,000, it's more than Ring of, what Ring of Honor was doing. It's more than what Impact is doing. So I think we should tell the story properly. And I think we should congratulate women of wrestling. Wow. For pulling in almost 300,000 viewers uh, on two separate weeks and not losing any more than 10,000 viewers week over week. That's a big accomplishment. I like right. it. it. It is. The problem is, and we do have an after show for it um, with uh, Stephanie, Emily, and, and Katrina. Um, the The problem is that the, the varying times, like mm -hmm. we, we literally had like a group chat trying to figure out 
uh, where, what time, what station, what right. day. Um, right. So that's that's a problem, especially when you're in an industry where you can get everything on demand. So, yes. you know, um, if I wasn't doing what I'm doing for me to go and try to find like it, you're now giving me work and right. I when I can go and just, you know, do Hulu, do Netflix, do it and, and find whatever I'm looking for with the touch, like mm-hmm. touch of a search button. So that's the, the frustrating um, part with them and the Saturday night, I mean, I would rather it be like a Saturday morning because now you're also attracting kids um, because it is very family friendly. So, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a couple of things with that. Um, Definitely kudos to them because there's, I mean, kudos to David uh, David McLean because he's been on new projects for um, probably longer than we've all been alive. This Um, is true. (laughs) Very true. Kudos to him for sticking with it. And now it is on a major platform. I just hope for season two that it, you know, it gets a spot somewhere, like a dedicated spot where we can, because guaranteed if we were all tweeting about wow or something that's happening on wow across the board, I'm sure the numbers would be a little bit higher. I agree. Um, They're still high, but Mm -hmm. you know, it's one of those things where it's, you know, if we all can't discuss it and watch it, like, you know, you know, professor turns off his, his WhatsApp chat when Ra comes on because he doesn't want Kane to ruin it, but now he right. knows to turn it off because right. we're all watching it. So, right. um, you know, it's, it, I, I hope opposed to the last iteration that they have on access television, which, mm-hmm. you know, you couldn't even find that. Like, right. if you didn't have right. access, it was, it, you were just kind of screwed. So right. at least we're able to find it somewhere, somewhere. Um, in somewhere in, in the universe. So, you know, mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. I hope these numbers, um, whoever's in control and making the decisions, it's not mm-hmm. one of those things, well, it's not enough. <clears throat> therefore, you know, there's no season two. Right. I agree. Yeah. And, and to G's point about getting more uh, viewers than um, Impact. Yeah. As well as uh, New Japan Pro on Access as well. Both wrestling programs on Access, which is a actual, you know, channel is there. And with WoW being syndicated across CBS media, different ventures. I'm a need for some old promo for the women, though. Like NFL on CBS is right there. You telling me we can't get a quick 30 second promo in the middle of like switching downs or replays doing something like that like i'm gonna need for cbs viacom paramount whomever they may be everybody (laughs) on the umbrella to really promote what's happening because tk we've been to a couple of shows and it is high quality professional wrestling again women's wrestling isn't something that's just a special attraction or you know card filler anymore it is they are the meat and potatoes of a wrestling card of, of an entire wrestling promotion so the way that we see fox promote their property of smackdown the way usa promotes raw the way TNT promotes AEW. We need for CBS, Paramount, Viacom to promote WOW, Women's of Wrestling. Please do that. That's no, my only... So end. With, do it. That, with that being said, that leads into our segment. And lose or draw. So, you know, we have a lot of indie wrestling promotions. They don't, they have, they don't get the cachet of CBS. So do you think even with the lower numbers, WOW is at winning or they're at a draw because we're only this is like the third episode in or are they like losing out the gate and we don't see a season two coming 
I think that this is a win. They are winning because they are on the air. They have a better deal than what they had last time, I believe, was with Access as well. Mm -hmm. Oddly enough, who they're now beating the other two wrestling shows on Access. So I think with them being, you know, with such a grand company like CBS, Paramount, Viacom, against so many properties, that's a win. And they'll be winning even more if they can get a proper time slot on one of these ventures and then you can catch reruns or the rest of the episodes on demand at any time or you know you can stream it that that way so they can win i mean it's a win and then i would like for them to continue continuously win and win some more professor I'm going to actually call it a draw and I'll call it a draw because on one hand, I definitely think that the win is in the fact that, hey, almost 300,000 people have tuned in over the last two weeks across a syndicated uh, type of situation. I think the, the part that makes this a draw and turns it into a lose is just that, right? Like the inability for people to be able to galvanize and come together on one time slot at one time on a on a specific a specific space um is problematic for them um mm -hmm. i really think that they need that because the other thing i'm thinking about as you mentioned in terms of the deal where fox was promoting smackdown on the nfl and things like that that was all part of the contract and so i don't know if it is part mm. of wow's contract to be able to have you know, CBS in any form promote wow. And if they do, the best they can say is check your local listings, which to TK's point is making people do more work. If you're going to mm -hmm. do a promo like that and a commercial, you need to be able to tell them while in front of 20 million people, tune in 8 p.m. Eastern on such right, and such network. True. You know, that's you can't true. tell 20 million people check your local listings because none of them are going to do that. So mm -hmm. that I think those two balance each other out, which makes this, I want them to win. They need to win. And I don't know if perhaps the caveat is they do well this season. They can finally land a network or something maybe for the next season. But yeah, it's a draw for me. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. It's, uh, you know, it, it's, it's kind of like a combination of the win and the draw. The win is they've been around forever. Um, right. The draw is they finally got the come up, but it's like, that thing where it's like if you if you tell me to check out your local listings for a time like people are not going to do that so um you know we'll, we'll see what happens again we're only on episode three we don't know what's going to happen the next couple episodes um it is great content for you guys who haven't watched it um if you can find, you can find it wherever you're wherever you're living uh it's somewhere around listings. there check your local <laughs> listings but yeah um but with that being said we have our heel of the day heel of the day heel of the day who do we have oh boy well uh so today in many circles is actually deemed indigenous people day and rightfully so because uh, this land is not your land and my land. It was actually their land, um, the indigenous people. But somehow, some way, some guy came over and uh, said he discovered a land that was already inhabited. Uh, that's the equivalent <laughs> of me coming to your house while you are living there and saying, look at the house I discovered. Yeah, and now it's mine, and I'm going to name it because it's my first time being here. 
So the heel of the day is for a day that somebody acknowledges incorrectly. We acknowledge it as Indigenous People Day, but there's some guy named Christopher Columbus who somehow gets attributed uh, the credit for this day, and he should not. Again, I can never walk into, if I walk into your house and claim it to be mine, I am trespassing, and I can get arrested for that. That's kind of what happens, but somehow he got a holiday. Suppose that's privilege in its finest form. Therefore, Christopher Columbus, you, sir, are the heel of the day. Heel of the day! Yeah, man. Uh, we don't acknowledge Christopher Columbus over here. The only Christopher we acknowledge is Wallace. Biggie. Biggie Smalls. Matter of fact, let's make it about wrestling. The only Christopher we acknowledge is Jericho. <laughs> the Canadian. Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 for non-questionable where were you on January 6th purposes, then the only Christopher we acknowledge is Bay. Bully Club, too sweet. Okay. All right. I can rock with that. Okay. Word up. <laughs> you teetering, but you know, you, you got you recovered yourself. Um, what, what do we have for our last story? And if you're British, we acknowledge Chris Adams because he was a gentleman. Taught us a super kick. Right. Right. That's something he actually discovered, too. He came up with that. Yeah. Yeah. And in honor of this day, just like Christopher Columbus, go ahead and steal something that doesn't belong to you. Just take it. Just take it. What? Right? Is that what? That, How are you scared? always advocate, advocating crimes on this show? This, this, like, I, I, you're, I, you're, te- you're telling people to steal cable and steal Netflix and steal... Me? You know, you, Let's be oh, realistic for a minute. I gotta, gotta go. <laughs> there we go. There oh we go. my gosh. What, what's our last story, guys? <laughs> well, folks, WWE Raw coming out of the Extreme Rules Fallout. Gonna have a lot of things <laughs> take place today i'm just living the gimmick ron that's all uh and there was a lot of talk again about the celebration of d generation x and it's so funny because if you look at the previews i remember there used to be like more of them but apparently one's doing something else he's like playing with construction paper and scissoring things but who knows if billy gunn shows up tonight or not there's rumors that they're trying to deal with the daddy ass chance and would daddy ass actually show up i mean tony khan don't be a mark don't play yourself don't do that but something was very interesting today from your tribal chief my tribal chief christopher columbus's tribal chief i'm talking about the head of the table roman reigns in which he sent out a tweet that was very dope that he says and i quote and as you can see Tonight, we celebrate the greatest faction in WWE history. Also, DX will be in the building. Ooh, acknowledge Ooh. the bloodline. We the ones. Mm. I'm, just saying, I'm, just, uh, I'm just saying. Like, so, will we get some kind of... St- <laughs> I love how Sammy's at it. That just makes Dude. me... Yes. So, so yes. Um, but also, yeah. too, look at Paul. Like, Can we give Paul Hemming an Emmy, please? Because... Look at Paul Hayden, like every shot that we see him in, he mm-hmm. is so believable. And we all know, <laughs> we all know that we know that we know when the camera is off, it's not, it, that's not what it is. But he is so believable that you're like, you want Paul Heyman to look at you like your wife or your, how you want your wife or husband or Kane's future boo to, to look at you. Like Paul Heyman is like, just Emmy award winning. He needs to get something for 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 this this last run. I yeah, 
Amazing. Absolutely amazing. He looks like a proud dad, just just proud <laughs> of like his siblings. And you know, it it, it goes really deep because Paul Heyman has known like Roman Reigns' family since like the 70s. Like mm-hmm. he was like mm-hmm. with the wild Samoans, like with Sika mm-hmm. and Alpha and the whole mm-hmm. Anaui family. So it just makes it that much greater to see Paul Heyman live with through like multiple generations of like this family. And now he's yeah. like on like to the third generation now it's just mm-hmm. like being their wise man and just so proud to like acknowledge mm-hmm. and have everyone else acknowledge how dope it is but will we get a dx bloodline confrontation tonight Ooh. yeah i, I also it, it would be interesting i also think uh it may not be an impossibility for for billy gunn to show up and i know that sounds crazy but i think tony here's the thing tony khan has been so interested in somehow creating some degree of a forbidden door involving WWE. (laughs) If he can create a one-night-only scenario where Billy Gunn shows up uh, for DX and Raw, I mean, it's a big win for AEW. Right now, more people are watching Raw than AEW. It will get the streets talking. Uh, It's a move that makes sense. And I mean, let's face it, you don't have the acclaimed and the scissor me daddy-o if you don't have DX. So I think if Tony Khan is smart, he somehow finds a way to make this happen tonight. And Triple H. And Triple H. Yeah, you think about it, WWE, uh, aside from all the other promotions, all the other promotions are kind of playing nice with each other as far as contracts. We're seeing, you know, different people all over the place, especially with AEW. You see, you know, different wrestlers at different indie promotions, per se. Mm-hmm. But if we could see that, then I feel like, because you have people who are, like, very tribal, like all AEW or all WWE. If you see right. that crossover and at least the acknowledgement, um, it'll just be, like, one of those things where it's like, okay, well, if they can play nice, then mm-hmm. I can also, too, watch as much right. wrestling and not feel like I'm cheating on one wrestling promotion or the other. Cause some people that I talk to, they're like, I don't watch WWE. It's like, it's like you know, that like <laughs> it's, it's, more companies. I'm not this, saying you have to watch uh, it all the time, but just right. to just completely exit out. So I think it yeah. would be quite interesting. And also to take her quickly out of the box and put her back in. Naomi is <laughs> also in New York. So just. Ah. Is raw in New York tonight? Where is raw tonight? Yes. yes it's it is in New York. Oh, oh, okay. Well, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. That's right. They're in Brooklyn, the Barclays. That's right. Oh. Well, you know, I just think that, you know, the only con WWE acknowledges is Nick, but we're going to see if Billy Gunn from AEW and the acclaimed and the scissors shows up to DX and WWE tonight. Because listen, again, it's a dope crossover. And after like 25 years of, you know, suck it. We can acknowledge all orientations, and now we can suck it and scissor. I thought we were, we were done. Uh, we have Casey in the chat saying, but the thing is, would WWE even want Billy Gunn after this newfound popularity so, in AEW? So here's, here's the thing. I, I think it's about it's bigger than AEW. I think it is about DX. Um, and at this particular stage... I, I know nobody's trying to deny that um, Billy Gunn was a part of DX. I mean, there there's no attempt to deny it. <laughs> I think at this particular point, it's a space of being able to say, hey, 
We want to acknowledge all the guys while everybody is still with us, while everybody is still healthy. Listen, they're not asking him. All it is is to come. Let's put it this way. They involved Billy Gunn in the DX documentary that happened on A&E just a few months ago. So it's not an impossibility. You know, they brought Jim Ross in for some of those things. So I don't think it's far-fetched to have Billy Gunn show up tonight. And again, the fans win. AEW certainly needs it more than WWE. I mean, let's face it, that that arena, and and I don't know if you guys talked about this on Friday, but that arena they were in Wednesday night for that uh, three-year anniversary of Dynamite, did y'all really pay attention to what was going on there? And it's like four times smaller than Capital One, which I thought they would be at. Yeah, I was at the first one. Yeah, Capital One, where they had the first uh, Dynamite. Amazing. It's it's got the capability to seat 20,000 people. They probably got 15 or 16 in once you get the staging and that type of thing. Yeah, it was crazy. This space, max capacity, 4,200 people. Max capacity. So they easily maybe got 2,500 to 3,000. I thought for a second they were in Jacksonville because how close the ring was to the stage. It was mm-hmm. frightening to me. So I, I'm going, okay, If and they didn't sell that out. So mm-hmm. that to me says an awful lot that on your three-year anniversary, you book a spot that's 4,200 people while WWE sells out Extreme Rules, not even a major pay-per-view. So, in other words, AEW needs Billy Gunn to be on Dino or on to be on uh, Raw tonight. Well, we'll find all of that out tonight. But with that being said, Professor, where can everybody find you? You can find me, of course, at Bonnerfied on all the platforms. SHW just had our big four-year anniversary, which you can check out on IWTV later this week. Uh, Championship District Wrestling is happening this Sunday, and then, of course, we've got Battle Slam Thriller. OMG, that is going to be insane. The matches that have been announced are crazy. You'll be able to, I think, check that out on Fight or what have you. But yeah, check it all out at Bonnerfide. That's right. Uh, Kane McCoy uh, was here. If y'all didn't catch the beginning of the show, um, Kane revealed some really interesting things on his very first date, which he decided to have a date and watch Extreme Rules at the same time. Um, Where can everybody find you to get updates? That's right. Uh, I'm at Kane McCoy, C A I N M C C O Y. That's it. That's no burner account. Nothing. That's it. No burner accounts today. They've been all deleted and blocked. So I got to set up some new ones. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> definitely make sure you're watching. Um, you check out our website, WW Talk Pod. Um, we are ending um, Hispanic Heritage Month. We have a big interview coming up on Friday, so definitely tune into that. Um, check out all our social media, WW Talk Pod. Other than that, you can follow me on everything at TK Trinidad. Thank you guys so much for watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Ciao, y'all. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.